In this episode, I'm going to share some exploits that you can quickly spot using my all-in-one post-flop pop-up. Welcome to Smart Poker Study. I'm your host, Sky Matsuhashi, and thank you very much for downloading and listening to this episode. I really do appreciate it. Uh, if it's your first time here, aloha! And if you're back for more, welcome back, Jack. If you enjoy this episode and you end up learning something that you can take to the felt to exploit your opponents, please share it with a friend. All you got to do, send them to the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash postflopppopup. That's one word, no dash, postflopppopup. P-O-S-T-F-L-O-P-P-O-P-U-P. Nice and simple, right? Well, Today's episode is the fifth and final episode on my KISS HUD. The KISS, uh, or KISS stands for Keep It Simple Stupid, one of my favorite life mottos. And here's a quick breakdown of all the prior episodes. Uh, episode 291 was the first one, and that's where I introduced the KISS HUD, and uh, it's a simplified HUD with 10 statistics on it. Episode 293 taught you how to use or how to learn to utilize the KISS HUD one statistic at a time. 294 was about exploiting your opponents at extreme percentages and color coding your stats. And in 295, I discussed exploiting players with my pre-flop all-in-one pop-up. So of course today, we're going post-flop, baby! Let's get to it. Gambate! This is damn exciting stuff. Alright, so I want to start this bad boy off by listing the stats in my all-in-one post-flop pop-up. If you go to the show notes page for today, you can see a screenshot of exactly what it looks like. You're going to have to, when you go there, once again, smartpokerstudy.com slash post-flop pop-up, all one word, you're going to have to scroll down about four-fifths of the way down the page because that one page has all five of these podcast uh, episodes listed on it. You can listen to uh, each each of the podcasts, read the transcripts of each episode, watch various videos I put there showing you how to create the Kiss HUD and all the pop-ups also. Um, now, the screenshot in the show notes page, it belongs to a player that I'm going to name Tag Teresa. So we're going to use Teresa's pop-up stats throughout this episode uh, as I discuss how to exploit various percentages. So the 10 statistics that you can find in the post-flop all-in-one pop-up are full to C-bit, Call C-Bet, Float Bet, Donk Bet, Probe Bet, C-Bet, Fold C-Bet to Arrays, Fold to Probe, Fold to Donk, and Fold to Float. When you look at the pop-up in the show notes page, you're going to see there aren't any total statistical percentages. All the stats are broken down by relative position and by street, you know, flop, turn, river, but Relative position means uh, in position and out of position stats. For example, fold to flop c-bet. Seeing this stat in position versus out of position gives you more relevant and useful information. So let's take a look at Teresa's fold to flop c-bet as an example. Uh, Her total fold to flop c-bet is 21%. That's obviously super low, right? And she hates folding on the flop. That in itself, that's definitely helpful uh, to to help you plan your C-bets against her. However, what's even more helpful is seeing that her fold to flop C-bet when out of position is 36% of the time or 4 out of 11. But when she's in position, she's folding 0%. And that's 0 out of 8. She hates folding when she's in position. 
Given these numbers, we have an even better read on how she responds to C-bets because we know exactly how frequently she's done it in the past when in position versus out of position. And that's going to help us make more successful exploits against her. So Teresa hates folding when in position versus C-bets, right? But... Uh, that doesn't mean we shouldn't C-bet bluff her on the flop. This is because the next statistic over in the pop-up is her fold-to-turn C-bet. When she's in position, she folds versus the double barrel at 100% of the time, which is only 3 out of 3 opportunities, but it's pretty indicative that she's a turn-honest player. So, she calls every flop C-bet when in position. And by doing this, she's contributing money to the pot. But she folds 100% on the turn. This is awesome! Double barrel bluffing against Teresa is just like printing money when she has position on you. She calls on the flop. She gives up quickly on the turn. Bam! You just picked up an extra three or four big blinds with just a couple, with, with a simple double barrel bluff right here. Now, the same tendency holds true when she's out of position. She folds versus flop C bets at 36% out of position. But on the turn, she folds 50%. It is only one out of two opportunities, but that pattern is persisting. She contributes money on the flops, then gives up frequently on the turn. So let me ask you a question. What are you going to do if you're playing against Teresa? Yeah, you. I, I'm sure I heard you say it just now. You're going to almost always go for the double barrel bluff against her. If she calls or raises you on the turn, you know she's got the goods, right? So it's an easy fold. But she's been folding most of the time. So by making this play, you're printing money against her. So that's the first great thing about this all-in-one post-flop pop-up. It shows you the 10 different statistics by street, but also breaks them up uh, by relative position, in position and out of position. The other thing that I love about this pop-up is it's divided into two sections. The top half, all of those stats are related to you making C-bets. The bottom half... Those are all related to you facing C-bets. Now, of course, the reason the top portion is related to you making C-bets, that's because this must be the post-flop situation you find yourself in most of the time. Raising and re-raising pre-flop, those are profitable ways to enter the pot. And when you enter that way, it means you have the opportunity to make C-bets. Conversely, entering pots as the pre-flop caller, well, that's generally a losing play. And it also means you're going to be the one facing post-flop C-bets. So if you create this all-in-one post-flop uh, uh, post pop-up for yourself, and if you find yourself constantly looking at the bottom portion of the pop-up more often than the top, it means you're calling way too often pre-flop. You've got to change your pre-flop game so that you get into more post-flop C-betting opportunities instead of being the one facing the C-bets. All right, so let's get into various exploits using the all-in-one post-flop pop-up. The first one is exploiting with the call CBET statistic. Now, hopefully you're on the show notes page and you can see the screenshot that I have right there. You might have noticed that I have fold to CBET and call CBET stats, uh, but I left out the raise CBET statistic. Now, I purposely left it out because it's a quick math calculation to figure out raise CBET. Basically, Fold to C-bet, call C-bet, and raise C-bet always add up to 100%. So, looking at Teresa's stats right here, when she's in position, she folds 0% and calls 75%. That means she raises 25% of the time. And any raising stat uh, over 20% means she uses this play as an occasional bluff. 
But when she's out of position, her fold to C-bet is 36% and her call C-bet is 64%. That already totals uh, 100%, which means you have not seen her raise from out of position yet. And how can you exploit this? Well, if you ever double barrel against her and she check raises you, you know she has the nuts. So it's a really easy fold. All right, let's talk about exploiting float and probe statistics. So once again, in the show notes page, take a look at the screenshot. When she is in position, Teresa can make a float bet because floating means you're betting in position when the C better shows weakness by checking. You can think of whatever the float percentage is, think of it as a C-bet percentage. So anything over 60% is pretty high, and it means that they use the float as a bluff. Now, Teresa's flop float is 56%, and it's 67% on the turn. So she likes to bluff when the C-better checks to her, so go ahead and expect her float bet. You can check to her and assume she'll bet most of the time, and you can respond with a check raise or a check call or even a check fold as you see fit based on your hand and her range in the board. Now, the same idea works for a player's probe bet percentage. Teresa probes on the turn and river 45% and 40% of the time. Uh, Probing is betting from out of position when the C-better checks behind on the prior street. So once again, you can look at these percentages, the pro percentages, just like CBET stats. So at 45%, it's semi-honest, so she probably probes with the best draws and pair or better hands. Now here's a critical idea. Anytime that you see an opponent make a float bet or a pro bet and it goes to showdown, you have to take a player note on the strength of hand that they held and the bet size they used when they made the float or the probe. Some players, you're going to find, they go half pot every time they bluff and two-thirds pot every time they do it for value. So when you spot this consistency or this uh, tendency or this tell and you take a note on it, you can use this information to exploit them in the future. All right, let's talk about exploiting the donk bet statistic. So for the donk bet, this is a bet made out of position into the preflop raiser. Anything greater than 10% and definitely greater than 20% indicates a bluff donk better. Teresa's donk bet stats, well, they're kind of small. 8% on the flop, 6% on the turn, and 0% on the river. So she's very honest when it comes to donk betting. So if you ever see her donk bet into you, uh, give her credit right there and probably fold most of your weakest hands. But again, Take note of the hand strength and the bet size for every donk bet that gets to showdown so that you can use that info to exploit them in the future. All right, after the break, I'll hit you with a few more exploits that you can use with the all-in-one post-flop pop-up. All right, I have a huge shout-out to give to Brent W. He uh, signed up for America's Cards Room through my link, and he used my promo code, SPSPOD. He's already getting 27% break back. He's been playing for 10 days now, and he says that he's really enjoying ACR, loving the amount of fish and the amount of super-aggressive maniacs on the site, and he's doing his best to exploit them. And he's playing a ton, so he's getting a lot of money back in rake back. I didn't ask for financial details, but he says he loves the 27% rake back. 
back. So if you want to play on America's Card Room, and right now is a great time because they're currently doing the OSS Online Super Series uh, tournaments, tons of satellites, turbos, hyper turbos, regular speeds, PLO, all that jazz. Uh, it's a it's a really good time to play on America's Card Room. So go to smartpokerstudy.com slash ACR, click the link, download the software, set up your account, use SPS Pod as your promo code to get that 27% rake back. And once again, thank you very much, Brent. And speaking of ACR, they allow Poker Tracker 4, uh, the software and the HUD to work with the site. So it is, it's, it's the number one site that I play on right now for sure. And I want to thank Brad Wright, Lee Frazier, and Rich Deitz for purchasing Poker Tracker 4 through my affiliate link. They just went to smartpokerstudy.com slash poker tracker 4. They saw the goods, saw how great this program is, and they purchased it for themselves. Now, I don't know if they're playing on ACR, PokerStars, or whatever other site that allows Poker Tracker 4. But I guarantee they're using this program to study their hands and utilize the HUD to exploit their opponents. So thank you very much, guys. And uh, speaking of the HUD, of course, because they purchased Poker Tracker 4 through me, I sent them my Smart HUD as thanks. And with the Smart HUD, these other people already had Poker Tracker 4, so they bought the best HUD in the business directly from me. So I want to thank Mohit Jane, Jack Stevens, Left Field, and John Peebles for purchasing the Smart HUD. They went to smartpokerstudy.com slash smart HUD. They checked out all the details on the HUD, and they realized that, hey, this HUD beats every other HUD out there. So they picked it up for Poker Tracker 4. Thank you very much, guys. I do appreciate it. All right, let's get back to exploiting. All right, so let's talk about exploiting the CBET statistic. Now, it's critical that you plan for post-flop play before you even call a raise pre-flop. You do this by always looking at your opponent's CBET stats before you call. Let's say you're in the big blind and you're about to call Teresa's button open raise. Before you make the call, you look at your post-flop pop-up and you see that she C-bets when in position 70% of the time. She also double barrels 55% of the time when she's in position, but she C-bets the river 0% of the time. Wow, great information, right? This means she bluffs a lot on the flop, less frequently on the turn, and so far never bluff in the river. This is super helpful information to know before you call her pre-flop raise. This is going to help you plan the hand. Now, check this out as well. Teresa's out-of-position flop c-bet. It's a tiny 22%. That's great, right? She's a super flop-honest c-better. This means that we can very confidently assume she has a pair or better when she c-bets from out-of-position. This is great because if we have a value hand, maybe we flop a set, right? Uh, and she C-bets. That means she has a pair or better. We can raise big for value against her. Hopefully, she has a top pair or an over pair and she won't be able to find a fold. Or conversely, let's say we don't flop a pair nor a good draw and she C-bets. Hmm, super easy fold, right? The interesting thing here is that her turn double barrel and river triple barrel when out of position are both 100%. So she makes her decision on the flop. Like I said, she only C-bets 22% of the time, so it's only strong hands like pair or better. When she gets to the turn or the river as the C-better from out of position, she's super confident in her hand and she fires multiple streets. This is really going to help you to know what to expect and help you to plan the rest of the hand before you call her on the flop. All right, another exploit, exploiting the fold C-bet to a raise statistic. 
So because she c-bets so frequently from in position, remember it was 70% of the time, she folds to raises a decent amount of the time at 25%, but it's not all that often. But when she's out of position, because she c-bets only 22% of the time, she has never folded versus a raise yet. It's 0%. Remember, c-betting at 22% means it's just pair or better hands. So why would she ever fold to a raise? And because she never folds to a raise when c-betting from out of position, you need to go for max value when she c-bets and you flop a killer strong hand. But don't bluff raise her, right? Just go for max value. So if you flop a two-pair hand or better or even a set versus her c-bet, go ahead and raise her three or four times her bet. Now the last exploit, exploiting the fold to probe, fold to float, and fold to donk bet statistics. So you can look at all of these statistics, kind of like fold to c-bet. Anything over 50% is good, and the closer it is to 100%, the better. Folding 60, folding 70%. Those are some great percentages now. Uh, Teresa, she folds a decent amount of the time to probes at 50% on the turn and 67% on the river. So you should try probe betting when she checks the prior street. Now, we only see her fold to flow and on the flop at 43%. She hasn't faced any turn floats yet. So it's not a high stat. So maybe be more prone to float for value instead of bluffing against a player like Teresa. Until you know more about her. Until that fold stat goes higher. Uh, keep it mostly for value. Now, the last exploit, her fold to donk bet is low at 33% on the flop. Uh, nothing on the turn, but it's high on the river at 100% of the time. But seeing as how people rarely face donk bets, it's kind of hard to be super confident in these numbers. So what I always recommend that you do, when a number looks like 33%, that could be just one out of three, not many instances. 100% might be one out of one, right? Hover your mouse cursor over these uh, percentages and see how many times they've done it and how many instances. If that 33% is one out of three, eh, maybe not too reliable. But if it's 33 out of 100, wow, pretty reliable. She's not folding to donks on the flop that often. Challenge! Here's my challenge to you for this episode. Go to the show notes page and watch the video that I posted there about creating this all-in-one post-flop pop-up for yourself in Poker Tracker 4. Watch the video and spend the next 20 minutes right now creating this pop-up for yourself and then attach it to your Kiss HUD. And then over the next week, utilize this pop-up at every opportunity. I want you to try various exploits like I mentioned here, and even try to come up with some of your own that I didn't bring up. The more you practice looking at the pop-up and experimenting with different exploits, the better you're going to get at using it to earn more chips. Now it's your turn to take action and dippy-dippy-do something positive for your poker game. Oh, that's it now. Get out there and be somebody. Alrighty, poker peeps, your learning is not complete until you visit the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash postflop popup. And of course, send a friend there, right? It's a transcript of today's episode, links to everything I discussed, a video to help you create the postflop popup, and all four of the other episodes in the Kiss HUD series. 
Of course, if you're down with taking action to improve your skills and your poker bankroll, your poker win rate, uh, you must become a member of thepokerforge.com. There's no other poker site like it where every single video teaches you strategy and at the same time uh, gives you action steps to take both on and off the felt to force you to practice that strategy. Everybody who joins thepokerforge.com becomes a better poker player. So once again, thepokerforge.com. Until next time, take action both on and off the felt to become the player you want to be.